Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hello, this is Man Baggage with me, Russell Kane. It's the area where I get blokes together and force them to talk about the things that girls wished men would talk about. Um... Why did I start this? I started this because, um, well, it's a bit of a narrative in the media at the moment. Men are appalling at sharing their feelings, leading to the rise in male mental health, male suicide, male body dysmorphia. You name it, it's on the freaking rise. So I thought, Do you know what? There's not sort of a working class banter-coated corner for this debate to take place. There's lots of, uh, oh my God, put your cardigan down, Ollie. Let's discuss our feelings and remember when we both got first at a premium university. Loads of those. Happy for you, premium people, exchanging your feelings. For the rest of us, Tylers, plumbers, sons of Neanderthals, plopped out onto the council earth, we find it a little bit harder to get our feelings out. It's tricked out with the glaze of banter. So that's what I thought I'd start it. Of course, we couldn't talk about men be like, women be like, without having a female auditor in every episode. So the idea was a sort of... Uh, uh, someone to keep us in line, a quality controller, a house of lords, but a lady, to make sure the stuff we didn't say was sexist, cliche-ridden bollocks. Of course, the irony is we've ended up with 70% female listeners. Why? Nosy cows want to know why we keep wanking over other people's pictures on the internet. That's why, it turns out. Hey, that's, uh, I mean, I always start this episode, if you just want to listen to 30 seconds and switch it off and throw your phone at the wall, be my guest. Uh, men are perbs. That's the end. That's the end of the philosophy. That's it. There we are. The end. Amen. Yeah. No. Uh, it's largely speaking, pump on a stick is the answer to the most questions of why men do what they do. We're largely a pump with a stick on the end. Bit of anger plus cars and watches. Then we die. Um, so I'm trying to get to the stuff in between that stuff. And what a friggin' lineup I have for you today, ladies and gentlemen, and non-binaries in between. 2021 hashtag trending. I've got. Paul Mort in the house, although given he's from the northeast, he's probably gives that a lot more fucking syllables than I've given it. How many syllables do you give it, Paul Mort? Mate, I tell you, that is the best Geordie accent that I've heard. <laughs> I swear, that is quite impressive. Quite well, it, well, impressive. It, so yeah, if, if Paul it is, Mort. we're up Mort. Oh, it's a South Shield. That's like a South Shields controlling of the T at the end. There, like a bit of a South Shields that inflection. Is South Shields. It is. Are you are you from is, South yeah. Shields? I am from South Shields, yeah. How did you know that? Well, because it's a, a controlled Geordie sound. Trying to, it's very sim <laughs> it's very similar to the difference between a London accent and an Essex accent. So if you listen to a London accent, very open, lack control, school gates open, ran through them, smoked weed, sold PlayStations. 
The Essex accent, you do have the moron vowels, but you have a clipped camp precision at the end where we're desperately trying to sound a bit more educated and posh than we are. And I'm afraid <laughs> South Shields is the same in relation to proper hardcore. Mate, do you know? <laughs> You know what's mad? It's like it's like I've, I've got you know you know Chris Ramsey, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. So Chris is a friend of mine, and, and it's like one of those things where you're like, are you Geordie? And you kind of just keep saying yes, because you get sick of trying to exp- yeah, you get sick of explaining it. So yeah, I'm a Geordie. Yeah, yeah. What a pairing! Because I've been after Anna Williamson for some time, ages. Anna, every time I get it, you're too busy or something's going on, uh, so I had to settle for Louisa instead. <laughs> Real fucking letdown. All she did was talk That's about her flaps. Basically, the whole of Luan on the podcast. <laughs> Literally, twenty minutes of it, of, of that this week. Um, um, so, I need to say thank you for for sticking with me. Seriously, Russ, you're because busy lady. Um, I have. Been, well, do you know what? I'm not. Let's be honest. We all lie. We all pretend. We all pretend we are. It's my bloody kids. Um, you know, and you know, I have like a, a teeny window of opportunity um, where I can work. Uh, and you know, doing pods and stuff requires a, a, a degree of silence. Um, although I, the irony being, I can hear my bastard children downstairs as we speak, not giving me silence. Um, so, but finally, I was like, I've got to do it. I'm here. I'm here Even for you. Even when my daughter's out, I can still hear the screaming bodiless head children in my brain, drawing crayons on the wall in blood. I, know, I still right? see it's, it even in my sleep. But I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you have found a dilation in your window of opportunity and popped out little fetus of insight for us this afternoon. <laughs> and we are talking about rejection. All aspects of rejection, apart from organ. We will not be doing kidney and liver rejection today. Although, my dating history, organ rejection could describe at least 10 years of it. Please let me put it in you. Fuck off. I have to hold my hand up and say Um, I may have been an organ rejectee in my past as well. Really? Had your organs rejected? Russell, just, I would never reject your organ, Russell, just so you know. (laughs) Thank you very much. Lovely to hear, Paul. Um... So, as you know, just to warn any listeners before you get triggered and start a change.org petition, because I've dared to say gender exists or something, um, we trade stereotypes on purpose to interrogate them. Uh, We don't believe a lot of the silly things we say, but until we flag up some of these monsters stalking around gender conformism, how can we kick them in? That's what I think. You've can't. You've got to look these monsters in the face. Sometimes they turn out to be true. How depressing is that shit, dear listener? And with rejection, I think men and women handle rejection differently, certainly in the dating realm, for one reason and one reason only. We can go into patriarchy and how men feel rejection is an insult to their masculinity in a minute, and I'm sure that's the case. But the fact of the matter, is it not, Paul Mort, is we are better practised at being rejected. We start learning at 13, um, we, we get professional by 18, and by the time we're 20, I mean, there's an old joke, that's one of mine, if you want to see how good a man is at being single, just look at the ratio of his forearm muscle to his bicep. If it's bigger, he's an absolute master later. <laughs> Mate, I, I, I agree at 100%. I think, that, um, I think that, like you say, we try harder earlier on, and we have to get through, uh, this might just be me, a lot of no's to get to a yes, normally. Like, uh, do you know those people that sell, that ask you who, you, who your energy bills are with? Like yes. on the high street? Yeah. Who your energy, they, imagine how many no's they must get every day. That's why I'll put my teenage years was like that. People that work in energy centres just get laid all the time because when they're on the pole, 
<laughs> it's just like, can I interest you in coming back to mine? So what if you were to switch over to my shaft and balls? Would that be something you'd be interested in? Then eventually, one sale. That's all you need. <laughs> I actually think yeah, those those people on the street with the clipboards that you know <laughs> that you, you spend your whole life trying to dodge. Although actually we've had a and that's been quite a good thing about the pandemic. We've had a whole year of not not having to face Some of those, those chances people. of still knocked um, at the door yeah. in a viral spore pandemic. Like can I told you no, fuck off. <laughs> yeah, I mean I think they are the kings and queens of being rejected because they take that that rejection hard on the chin day in day out. But I would yeah. agree with you as well about how yeah men men just just by by biology and society uh, and learned behavior, men tend to, and as you say, let's just sort of park all of the, the gender stuff, but let's just, let's speak as it is and how it has been historically. Um, men tend to be the ones that do the asking out. You know, it's, it's, that's what it's always been like. So therefore they are more predisposed to being rejected. But however, you know, as a female, I mean, I have had my, I've had, you know, <laughs> I've had a few of my own, but actually I have probably done more rejecting yeah. And that's not because I'm amazing or have a great, you know, sort of think I'm, you know, amazing or anything. But I think by the very notion, as you say, from when you're a kid and you're 13 years old in the playground, it tended to be the boys that were asking you out. And as the girl, you'd say yes. <laughs> and then you'd dump them five minutes later. <laughs> but brutal, it, even in 2021, brutal. I feel like there's still not many women asking men out. Not really. I mean, I suppose Tinder has liberated that to a certain extent because it's a swipe, which is a form of a quick way of asking someone out and a quick way of rejecting someone. So I suppose that's democratised the process slightly because I'm guessing Tinder has to be 50-50 for it to work. Otherwise, it's just a dick party online. It does. I I think there's definitely there's definitely been changes in it. But yeah, I think, I think we would like to think it's more equal than it actually is. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, I do too. I think that... I think that the society now, we're actually getting away from... Well, here's what I know that Instagram seemed to be taking away this feature where you can even see how many people have liked your posts. That's how averse people seem to be to this, even the notion of being rejected. Like, I think people are, right now are even are scared of rejection. Oh, completely. I think self-esteem, that this has been, well, everyone's self-esteem is literally on its arse. Um, and, and yeah, mm -hmm. rejection plays a, a huge part in that. Do you think then, um, because there's no doubt the way men handle rejection. So, so when men are rejected, if they do react badly, it tends to be more fiery, more childish and more idiotic. But given what we've just said, surely it's an argument that men are better at being rejected than women. So if we put aside the, the toys out the pram, aggressive men for a second, one would assume that if a girl finally musters up the courage to ask me out and I'm like, Sir, no, babe, I'm washing my hair, she's going to take that a lot harder than if it had happened the other way around. Yeah, I think so. You can answer that, Anna. I've never been a woman, so I don't know. <laughs> I mean, no. yeah. we're 2021 now, Paul. Never exactly, say Paul. never. Oh my God, Paul, Paul Mort just got cancelled <laughs> for saying he's not both a woman and a man. Cancelled. Cancelled. Um, oh my God. Um... Uh, yeah, I think I think there's an absolute element of truth to that. I think guys are more resilient, actually, when it comes to being um, rejected. And I, you know, if I if I put my hat on, which I wear, you know, as a dating coach on Celebs Go Dating, um, you're right. I keep guys... I keep forgetting. I didn't introduce you both properly. Sorry, I should have. Oh, that's all right. I just assume neither of you need introduction. But obviously, Anna Williamson, as well as Bless being a you. podcaster and a general media figure of delight, media whore. Media whore. Um, so celebs go dating. So you're an expert yeah. in this field. Well, 
well well you know one one tries but i mean i think i think from seeing you know the celeb guys that come in and and actually the non-celeb guys as as the format has started to evolve Ugh, now don't talk about them um, i feel dirty <laughs> you said non-celeb oh, wash me now oh, wash me now <laughs> imagine imagine <laughs> But they definitely carry the can more when it comes yeah. to, um, you know, put, putting themselves out there more and taking those rejections. Now, a lot of them take it really badly and as badly as, as the ladies do as well. But I think they are I think they are sort of they're sort of bred to expect it almost. Mm. But I would say, yeah, I think women I think and you're absolutely right. Men do um, tend to handle breakups or rejection um, in a more yeah, animalistic alpha male, you know, their masculinity has been you know, an ego has been bruised and women tend to, and I am generalizing here. So again, please don't cancel me either. But women do tend to, you know, grab their mates, have a bloody good cry and then go and turn the spotlight inwards and go, what's wrong with me? It must be me. I must be ugly. I must have a rubbish, um, you know, sense of humor, whatever it may be. So we do, um, as genders, we do react to rejection differently. I mean, I've, I remember I've had one massive rejection in my life, which I only remembered today when, when I was thinking about, you know what we're going to talking about today well because i was thinking i thought god how conceited do i sound unless i haven't really been rejected <laughs> but that's I, most but, girls isn't it most girls have not well, laid it on the line and gone do you know what i'm just i'm not going to shag you it's, it's just, just yeah yeah <laughs> but but yeah but i have been and actually and i think you know and i talk a lot about particularly with celebs they're dating about being vulnerable and it is really important to be vulnerable particularly when it comes to dating um but i do remember actually when i when i before i'm, I'm married now um as as you know russ and I don't know if you know paul but yeah i've been married with my husband now seven years but prior to that and when i was sort of you know in my sort of you know telly wanker days living in london uh you know singleton i remember i met this um i met this rugby player actually instantly i i did actually go out with a rugby player for quite a while um who was amazing but i i then i seem to have a thing for rugby players clearly but i do remember mm. i met this guy great at tackle this, um, great tackle. <laughs> <laughs> i met this guy at, um, at like this sort of you know charity do right. and i was like oh he's fit as um, anyway, I had a little bit of chat, you know, he chatted me up. I was single at the time and I was like, oh my God, I actually really quite like this guy. You know, this is, this is a bit of me. Well, he asked me out on a date. So I was like, yeah, I'd love to go on a date. Um, and he, uh, I'd like to know what you guys think of this actually. I've never admitted this. Go for and it. he, we agreed to go to, um, do you remember, you know, the Oxo Tower in London? Of course. Obviously who doesn't, Best, right? best gravy in London. Bank. Yeah, I mean, lovely. Oh, little piano bar is that everything. where all the gravy comes from that we export to the north? <laughs> well, northern boys love gravy. Northern boys love gravy. We've got the old bisto wheel down at the fucking sea. Mate, I can't believe how good your fucking accent is. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. I, Go on, uh, Anna, Anna, it's Anna, Anna, you're not getting off the hook. Go on, you're up the Oxo Tower on what happens, oh, so yeah. to speak. Well, <laughs> he, took the the Oxo. The, he took you up the Oxo Tower. Sadly, <laughs> I mean, to be honest, to be honest, boys, I mean, if only, I mean, I'd have been loved to have been taken up the Oxo Tower that night. But, um, wow. but, but alas, it, it wasn't to be. Um, because so I, but I, so I, I turned up for yeah. my date with this guy. Um, and, you know, I was like, this is, you know, I, I was quite, quite keen, actually, on this guy. Um, and I sat there at the bar and it's a great place for a date because it's quite buzzy, you know, it's nice little piano playing in the night, it's cocktails, it was, it's a really good environment. I mean, it was then anyway. Um, I sat there and um, I waited, I waited a bit more. Well, he bloody didn't turn. Oh my God. And it got to like about half an hour in, I'm like, but he didn't message oh, me. Oh, what like, a He'd message me early in the day, yeah, I see you. I know, I'll see you at whatever time. So I get there. There's no need know. for that, is Look, it? I'll, I'll be honest, guys, I've made a real effort. No, exactly. It's the only time I've ever been stood up in right. my life. 
And it got there, and it was waxed, actually waxed within an inch of your life. I the... bet you glided up the stairs. Oh my god! Oh, I'd spray <laughs> like perfume a Ferrari on the moon. Bonnet. I mean, seriously, I'd yeah, I was glided up and oh, slid back babe, down. That's horrible. You're on the date. Yeah, I'd made a proper effort, and then it was the barman who was so nice, and he was like, he knew obviously what was going on, and he was like, "Do you want another drink?" And I was like, "Yeah, do you mind?" You no. Know? And then I mean, I can normally style things out pretty well, and I am, I am a pretty good. I have quite a lot of face actually. You know, I think nothing of turning up to something on my mm. own. You know, all that kind of stuff. Um, but I'll be honest, yeah, it was like, and I waited to get, and how long would, how long would you have expected me to wait? If you're for? not getting a text message and no, was his phone ringing out? That's the thing. Or was it switched off? No. Oh, um, I can't actually remember. I remember sending a message. You've like, got not to entertain the possibility of trapped on route without signal. That's the thing. And how far do you true, push the desperation true. of trapped on route without signal before you file it well, under rejection? I, I think he just got, I just think he got a better offer, to be honest. He just rejected me because, well, as in, because he Did never- Did you ever get an explanation, ever get a text? <gasps> never, never got an explanation, and he was, Horrible. and he was the one bastard. that was really keen. Guys, I had, I had dressed up. What a bastard! I dressed up. I say I'd shaved the nun. I'd sprayed some perfume. You know, I, I'd pulled this out the bag. You know, um, and I wait, I waited an hour and a half. Wow, that's commitment. I know that was commitment. I, do you know what it was as well? I think I was there, and I was like, God, I just feel so embarrassed to just get up and leave. Um, you know, the, it's like, I'm, it's so obvious. Like, it's You're still up. there now, aren't you? This um, is a, a digital background. Yeah. It's a skeleton legs with a, fle a flesh guys, upper. Is it? Um, so, Paul, have you, have you, so, yeah, I was have you ever been out with any of these gay? Well, thanks for sharing that. Anna. Have you ever been out with any of the way these men deal with it? I certainly have uh, when we used to go Eros nightclub, ironically, where I never once pulled, kissed, even, I never even kissed a girl and touched her boobs over a cardigan, <laughs> ever, not once. Any, but have you ever been out with a guy who plays what I call the numbers game, where he'll just ask a hundred girls in a night until they pull? Have you ever been out with one of those blokes? Oh, dude, I've got a friend. I've got a friend that used to be amazing at this. And What's the that? It's just where you move from one to the next. You just go. Do you want to come back to mine? Do you want to go back to mine? Do you want? Can I buy you a drink? Can I buy you? without any Stop. chat up? Nothing. Yeah. You just play yeah. a numbers game until yeah. someone says you. I've got buy a friend a like that. He'd, he'd he'd get slapped across the face quite a lot. <laughs> But, that's but his how face he when he met her was like, it was like this. Yeah. It was swollen and in like South elephant. Shields, it works. Do you want to come back to mine? <laughs> Sorry, I've had four. I've, I've had four hundred fucking punches you know to the fucking like, face. Do you know that ball? <laughs> <laughs> do you know that? Do you know on um, Castaway? Oh, yeah. A ball, Wilson. No Wilson on Castaway. You look like that. But it works. The numbers go. If you can get your ego and heart out of the game, I'm told the numbers game works. Mm -hmm. It's not something I've so experienced. Just, you just, either find someone drunk enough yeah. or loose enough. So you just will go, hi, do you want to come back to mine? Just over and yeah. over. I've never been on the receiving end or of, just, a, of a numbers game. If it's earlier in the night, all right, so you're on your own. Can I buy you a drink? No, fuck off with your boyfriend. All right, bye. You just go. You don't even try a second line. You just go. You don't, you don't, you just file it under rejection and Skills. move. So rejection becomes like a, ma a maths game. I think now, I think now, I do this when I'm trying to get guests on my podcast. I just fucking message everybody. Just message everybody. And do you know what? Do you know what I hate? Do you know when you know that someone's seen the message? That's the worst part. If someone hasn't seen the DM that I've sent them, I'm cool. That's rejection. But when they've seen it and just ignored it, that's rejection, yeah. That hurts. What's your relationship yeah. status? We haven't checked in on that. My relationship status is married. Mm -hmm. And this is, this is why I'm a terrible guest for this podcast, really. I met my wife when I was 17. Right. I'm now 40 years old. That's amazing. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so you, Russ is you, now like, Russ is now like, can we get someone else on here? So, no, I'm saying you can't have experienced that much rejection, dating rejection then. You're not part of you. Not, not really. Well, he might not, not dating. You might have, <laughs> we can all experience rejection in a marriage, boys. We all know that. Where you kind of, like you try the spoon 
when you get home and you try the spoon and it's you think you're seducing her by just grabbing her tit. I call it the no-handed <laughs> kidney punch. <laughs> <laughs> if I stick this in her back hard enough, do you think she'll get this? Do you think she'll... Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Can I just say, boys, that wretched <laughs> joystick in the back kind of Jack Russell no, nudge no. never works. If I can give you all one lesson tonight, today, whatever you're listening to this podcast and you're a guy, no, the, I, don't do that. Don't try and stick your, your, your hard on into someone, into your other half's back. It's never going to be met with a, all right, darling, I'll just back on it. And the worst that. thing is it normally wakes Lindsay up as well. <laughs> Do you know what my favourite one is right now? Where she's just like, I'm not feeling sexy. I mean, you don't have to. Yeah. You know, I'm like, darling, you don't have to feel sexy. It's fine. <laughs> but, uh, do you think that? Do you think there's, there's something in that, Anna? That is that w women sort of when they're single and they're having their telewanker days and they're living in London don't really experience that much rejection. And when they do, it's you know, it's really traumatic, like the rugby story you told. But as soon as you're married, it's 50-50, really. You know, a, a husband cannot be in, in the mood and it's it doesn't seem to sting as much, does it? You seem to respect each other's moods more and rejection becomes more par for the course. It gets pretty evenly dished out in marriage, doesn't it? I, I, yeah, absolutely. I agree with that. Yeah, I think in the dating game, in the dating world, I do think that guys, um, you know, they do get a bad a bad time of it, actually. You know, it, it, exactly like you said, when you sort of set the scene, I can even think back now to the, the school disco when I was 13 years old, you know, and it's all those guys, you know, that it's all the girls that are like, <laughs> you know, dancing around in the middle, you know, to, you know, um, all that she wants is another baby. She's yeah. gone to my report. You know, and it's the guys the that are circling like vultures. Story, yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah. Um, and it is, and it's the guys that are just, you know, bless them. You know, they have the voices are barely broken. You know, they've barely grown pubes, and yet, you know, they're they're, they're expected to kind of make that move. You know, and um, you know, and it's really, it's really, really difficult for guys. But I think you're right. I think as relationships progress, definitely when you get into marriage or long term relationships, yeah, that rejection really does start to even out. And I, you know, I speak for myself in my own marriage. Oh my god, it's absolutely even Stevens when it comes to Anna. Anna, that. how? When was the last time your husband said though that he wasn't in the mood? It's a very personal question. Do you want me to be really honest? It's it. Twenty minutes um, before this. I, <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I, I can't remember the last time I said that. Well, yeah. I mean, I'll get I'll get really told off for this. Was it this um, morning? But honestly, was it like pulling a, di it was was it like pulling a defrosted Richmond out the fridge? <laughs> Oh, Anna. Because, so oh, the, what, it was the rugby story and this is a double in one episode. <laughs> I mean, oh, I mean, how am I even qualified to host Let's Go Dating? I hear you cry. So, but to be fair to him, so I mean, Russ, did I, I can't remember if I'm having amnesia if I talked about this when you came on my podcast ages ago. Have I talked about you the three days, the three days of ovulation? Well, it doesn't matter because we can certainly talk about it here, even if we have. Let's talk well, about exactly, this. exactly. Who cares? Well, I haven't heard it either. Right. So, so there's this. Um, so. My friends and I, we talk about, um, about are you on your three days? So there's like a code talk, a girl code talk of mama three days. So the three days of ovulation. Okay. That's when you wee on a stick um, and you get a smiley face, right? Meaning good to go. Exactly. And, and you're really good at the ovulation thing. Russ, I know. You, you are I'm so in touch with my feminine side, I ovulate, Paul, just, just so no. you know. <laughs> I lack, when my daughter was born, I lactated. <laughs> no, wow. I didn't. Do you, sell, do you sell that? You should sell oh, that I'm milk. I'm sore thinking about it. Anyway, go on, Anna. Man milk. <laughs> no. So um, the three days is when, yeah. and, and, and it's got more and more. I'm, I'm turning 40 this year, and what? since I've had kids as well. So I know, I know, guys. But my libido 
has suddenly said, yes, for those three days news. when you're ovulating, it is nature's way of saying, I am ripe, baby. <laughs> Fertilise me, okay? So I don't want to be fertilised. I just like to point out. <laughs> Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we're just going to take a quick break there. I just need to check if I've been rejected on Tinder. Not really, I'm married. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com.